Hey, amigas. Hey, amigos. <laughs> <laughs> that is not Justine. This is Zach. Hey, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, we okay. So Justine is taking a break ish. Well, actually, we were supposed to record this the week that she moved, and then we got really busy. Story Lots of our of lives. Things. Um, so we're filling in. We just okay. So we went. Not we, not you and I. Justine and I went on a girls' trip to Mexico, and typically we record Monday nights, but we got back yesterday. We were super tired. So, anyways, I am oversharing. I have Zach with me. Bottom line. (laughs) Um, And you just got a haircut. You look so handsome. Thank you. I appreciate that. You look so cute. I have not had a good haircut well i've had great haircuts from justine but not like a thorough like sit down get it all done yeah you chopped off like five inches of your hair which is a big deal yeah it's a pretty big deal if you know me then you know that my hair is long and ridiculous at most times and yeah. now i look kind of like a <laughs> professional professional I I but younger it's a it's a baby mullet it's not baby like mullet. too It'll bad grow. yeah It'll no mature. i like it it'll get into light beer soon <laughs> boats and parties he'll he'll have a good time (laughs) oh my gosh okay so i think a week ago though i asked on my story for you guys to ask us anything so we have a series of questions we want to answer and some of them are super fun some of them are like serious um but they're all good yeah yeah they're all good and for the sake of time we probably won't answer every single question but just because i don't know i like to give context you and i are always saying context you know yes, so i like I to love give, that word <laughs> i like to give context to each answer i don't want to just have it be like a yes or no simple sim, simplified yeah that makes it I sound like we're like professional parents but we're not we're, we are i mean we do okay <laughs> the kids are asleep you know an hour ago so yeah I feel pretty good they're that. pretty great um but before we get into that do you want to give a little introduction like what you do who you are yeah um so as valerie said i am zach her husband of almost nine years next crazy week. oh my god next week next week oh my gosh I, what the I frick that one. Did you? no i did I but it's just like <laughs> you've been so busy it's all no good. but it's so crazy to hear nine years i'm like what the frick we're ridiculous but yeah yeah, um, I like to think of myself as mama folk because any photo <laughs> oh of Valerie, chances are, has been taken by me. Oh. So I think of it as you're all my followers. Oh my gosh. I'm the unsung hero. I mean, you're not wrong, I'm not wrong. But it's not your face that's making the money. But it's my being there and <laughs> your presence. Yeah, you, your assistance. You know what? You pose the camera, I hit the button, but you're literally a tripod. I love you, but I'm a, I'm a human tripod. You do great things, but you're a tripod too. I appreciate so. it. But anyway, <laughs> that's enough about that. But yeah, um, I'm 30. I am a teacher in Santa Ana, California. Um, I teach fifth grade and absolutely love it. Um yeah, a little bit about me. I am I kind of have an interesting life, I'd like to think. Yes. I'm not just a normal, you know blue-eyed, brown-haired, white boy. I, um, I'm i actually adopted. Yeah. Not a lot of you may know that, but maybe Valerie shared some of those things. But yeah, my dad and mom met in college and, you know, one party later, here I am. <laughs> um, and <laughs> oh my gosh. I know my dad, he is uh, Mexican. He actually was 
born in Mexico City and then came over. And my mom was from uh, the like kind of the Bay Area, like South Bay Area. But yeah, yeah. Um, but I was adopted really young and grew up with an amazing family. But I lived overseas from five and a half till about nine and a half in Okinawa, Japan. Yes. So I grew up in another country. It was a super cool experience. I really think it kind of shaped who I was in a lot of ways. I love to travel. I love to try new things. I think it's super important to broaden your horizon. And you're so open minded, dude. Like I try. It's crazy. I have a nose ring. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you really are because I mean it's it's a bad time to be a white male and it you're sucks. just we like, have it really bad right now. <laughs> Thank God. You I'm have it you. awful. I know. I'm your charity project. Um, no, you're my like, oh, he probably isn't a bad guy. You're woke. You're woke because of me. No, actually, but with that, you like were exposed to different culture and lifestyle so early. So I think that's definitely shaped who you are because you have been so down and open to like meet my family in other countries and like you're just like down with it. You're just like, let's do it. Let's eat this food. Let's yeah. meet this person. Teach me how to say this in that language. So yeah, you're doing great. That. You're Thank awesome. You. And yeah. you know, I grew up, we definitely did the hamburger helper. <laughs> at times but who didn't super Bowl me parties. i didn't oh that's because you're <laughs> more cultured than i but you know my parents try they you know my mom's from northern california my dad's from iowa and he was always about trying new things too so i remember yeah. vividly in japan going to like these you know they felt like underground restaurants almost and we'd be off base and we'd go through this like line and it'd be the best meal of yeah whatever you could think of type restaurants Ugh. and it was awesome but then i uh, grew up in victorville um where valerie is from as well and amazingly we never crossed paths yeah God. yeah um because we both sucked in high school in different ways <laughs> um but yeah i was a very passionate baseball player and just loved doing all things like athletics and also got into like I had like an artsy side too but I don't know I like to think of myself as like kind of dabbling in a bit of everything in high school I was in like drama stuff I was in sport I was in getting into music um and just had kind of friends in every yeah. group like I could never look I had like my close friends but I never just like would only hang out with the athletes or only hang out with this other group I would just yeah. kind of float around and i think it's still in my character to be like that like even as an adult i have friends in so many different yeah. you know circles um but yeah and then uh went to college and played baseball for a year until i got hurt there and kind of always knew i wanted to be a teacher because both my parents were educators my whole family is like educators and i really like the lifestyle um, yeah summer break always seemed like something i wanted to have and i think so of my nice. friends with you know, quote, normal jobs. And yeah. Like, oh, that sucks. You're like packing your lunch on July 9th. And I'm <laughs> going to the I'm beach. Going to the beach all day and I'm getting paid for it. So, yeah. you know, but there's a lot that goes into teaching that's like a different type of, I guess, strain instead of the long hours and unpredictable things. You got to like, you know, play a dad to kids and counselor and, you know, all these especially other in the area that you're in. You don't have to like go into detail about your job because I don't think you legally can. But I, yeah, I can't say all the things that like I've dealt with this year, but I teach in a pretty rough area of Santa Ana. And, 
you know, I've seen a lot of things there and I also know a lot of the things the kids go through. So yeah, I think it motivates me every day to give it my best and to be really appreciative of the job that I have and the kids I get to serve every day. Yeah. And I love it. Like, I'm trying to think. If you've ever seen the movie Freedom Riders, mm. it's a little older. You could look at my neighborhood and mm -hmm. area a lot like that, like even yeah. at an elementary level. Um, but, you know, I, I consider it like just a real good way to like serve kids and to love in a different way. And it, it's awesome. I have great coworkers. It's a great atmosphere. And I love what I do. And this year was awesome because Hendrix got to go to school yeah. with me. He was in the little preschool program. And <laughs> he his classroom was like right outside of my classroom. So cute. Every day at recess, he would run up to the fence, Daddy, and like show me a little like rock they found or something. <laughs> and all the kids knew him and loved him. And, you know, he stuck so out. so cute. But, it was, <laughs> but, you know, he has grown so much as a little person. It was just yeah. so cool to watch like the evolution of his social skills and his – um, just all his little abilities. So and for really him cool to be to learning like mm -hmm. a different type of Spanish other than like what I teach him. Like he came home <laughs> and just started calling us cochinos out of nowhere. And I was like, where did you learn that? But or what was he saying? You guys were playing in his room one time. I think I was cooking for the first time ever because I never mm -hmm. cook. But um, I think he was saying, ayúdame. And you were like, <laughs> Valerie, what's he saying? <laughs> what's he saying? So that was funny. But Yeah. Um, he, <laughs> Wait, you can wanna... say it, you can okay, say it. Okay, <laughs> so the best thing, Valerie told me this, and I, like, knew it was a swear word, but didn't know, like, but anyway, Hendrix was walking in the house, and Valerie, like, watching me, like, dropped a toy, and he just went, pinche, and, like, picked it up and grabbed it. <laughs> and, and I was like, he definitely learned that at school. It was just, like, he used it so perfectly contextually, yeah, and, like, yeah. I got all my students swearing up a storm, but I'm like, guys, like, <laughs> use it in context. Like, yeah. it doesn't make you sound educated at all, <laughs> when, the way you're using it, but if it's used in context it can be fine it's so funny so, oh my but yeah i and you know i absolutely love the life that we get to live and being a dad yeah. i've always wanted to have a family on the relatively young side and you know having hendrix at 25 was a dream of that's mine, so, so crazy and oh then gosh. you know we got blessed with little rio a couple of years later yeah so dang good time. yeah yeah you i feel like all the things that you shared you can go into each category because you i guess our lives like separately and together have been so interesting um but i love everything that you share you're also a musician i'm surprised you didn't say that wait did you say that no you mentioned baseball but you're a yeah. great musician he writes his own song sorry i'm putting you on the spot oh, thank you it's okay <laughs> Keep going. I like this. Oh, no, it's fun. I think Flatter. it's so cool. But that's like your – that's mainly your creative outlet right now. So. Yeah. It's been really cool um, getting to – I like dove into guitar my senior year of high school. Um, it's a great quick story. It was Christmas <laughs> Eve, senior year of high school, and I had just got my wisdom teeth pulled out. Oh, my gosh. Two days before that and my whole family was like you know we're gonna go to christmas eve church See they ya. did that they to did you? that yeah I, I like gave them the Dang. green light wait i don't I think i knew that i didn't want to go i was like <laughs> i look hideous at the moment i got all four yanked out and apparently i was getting really flirtatious with the nurse who was like 60 <laughs> but i mean it, yeah oh it, it was it was a 
ordeal. But, you know, I was like, you know, an angsty 18-year-old sitting by the Christmas tree. And I just see my dad's guitar that he got in Hawaii like 10 years beforehand. I never had touched. And I just picked it up and was like, you know what? Why not? And I just started messing around with it. And I found out quickly that I had a pretty good natural inkling towards it. Yeah. And it, you know, worked out. And now I play a lot very yeah. often and um i play at church and you played other your first places. live gig I recently a show at this uh local bar that we love i think i mentioned the wayfair because 90s night yeah, so go to the wayfair if you yeah. haven't gone but yeah i got to play there with a good friend of mine stevie and keith if you remember him from an episode yes he, and josh they yes. were the big band there that, that was, night. So was so fun oh. um but yeah music has been a great outlet for me especially i've had a lot of loss in my life too um and i think music has helped me cope with it yeah in healthy ways and also just having you know valerie as a dependable kind of like black box that you can say anything to with no judgment and no um anything nothing except compassion and love so Wow, that was really nice. Yeah, I I was like, I'm a little judgy, but not in those situations. (laughs) Not, not with your music. No, I'm judgy everywhere else. Yeah, so it's been, (laughs) yeah. So music has been a definite positive in my life, and that's kind of what brought us. Not what brought us together, but that's what we first bonded over when we started talking. Which I think one of the questions might be how we met. So that will be. A fun little recap. Mm-hmm. Um, should we get into it? Yeah, I can't of, think of anything else about me that's interesting. I feel like though with these questions, like they'll give us a little outlet for more interesting facts. Let's go. Okay, Let's I'm kind of nervous. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, um, first one is marriage advice for young folks. I just got married. Congratulations. It's yeah. so sweet. Um, do you want to go first? Because I'm a slow processor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can go. Um, you know, if you're married, young, congrats. I'm sure you have thought this through thoroughly. I'm sure you've had every conversation with every person being skeptical or, you know, maybe there was pressure to get married young. Depends like in you know, if you're, especially in like the church context, there's always like Mm. that pressure to get married young. Yeah. Um, We got married really young. And yeah, I think advice would definitely be coming from a husband's perspective is to enjoy every day without any expectation. Because sometimes guys are really fed like this idea that you're going to have this wife who's there to please every single thing in your mind Mm. and desire and to make the home nice and basically you put a ring on it you're the man and you're gonna have you know basically anything you want yeah and those expectations are you know definitely false i went into marriage in a way with those expectations but they quickly fade away because i realized valerie is so much more than those expectations bro you're really hyping me up dang do you not want me to? No, that's great. Oh, but yeah, my my advice was not going to be like this much hype. It was it was actually going to be. Go ahead. I'll share in a second. Maybe You're your so advice sweet. is not to interrupt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I said it. Oh, she kicked me. Everyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, like just go into it 
or eliminate the expectations and love the person that you married and not the expectations that mm. come with it. That's good, especially if you are coming from a like uh, church background or Christian background because there are a lot of expectations with like traditional roles and I feel like whatever works for you guys you know Zach mm. is the one who does majority of the cooking and like another creative outlet yeah yeah so I don't know I I like what you said um I guess this is more from a women a woman's perspective um men are dumb sorry that's why I was like I'm not gonna be hyping you up I mean you're not wrong but but I mean like what I'm saying with that is like I've had so many conversations with people who are like newly married or in a newer relationship partnership whatever and they talk about how like the guy just doesn't read cues on like and maybe that's just like a communication thing in general and like maybe not like a man thing but he doesn't read cues on like put your dishes away put your shoes away which it's almost a skill almost nine years married and i'm still having to tell you to put your shoes away i've gotten better <laughs> but i just let those things go, honestly. Like whenever I see those Nike, those size 10 and a half Nike Cortezes like just thrown on the rug, I'm always like, not always. Sometimes I have a hard day and I piss 11. off. But um, oh my God, size 11. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> and I don't always do this, but I should. And sometimes I do this, but I just take a deep breath and I'm like, it's literally not a big deal for me to just put these where they go. Even though I've asked him to do this all the time, like it's not a big deal for me to do it. What would be a big deal if I were to be like, I told you to put your shoes away and then like have that turn into a fight. You know, it's like, yeah, I feel like being in a committed relationship or marriage is like humility all the way. Yeah. Like just being like, I'm going to put my ego away so that, we can both have a great time right now or like, I don't know, not everything has to be a fight or confrontation. So learn or a, a competition or a competition, learn to let the little things go. I, our first year of marriage, I was like psycho in that way. And I wish I could have told myself like we got a lot in a lot of fights. Our first year married, I think the circumstances were hard because I had moved out to the Midwest and that was my first time living out of state and away from like my family and friends. But I wish I could have told myself to just let go of the little things. Like, I don't know why I was like so uptight about stuff like that. Um, but on my side of it, I should be a bit <laughs> of a more receptive. Humility, of it. But see? Yeah, but I remember you told me that you talked to this lady that worked at the restaurant we both worked at. And she basically said, you know, in my experience, men are not programmed to just think of all right. the ways they can like clean and attend to things. That's why but if done. they're asked to do something, they will do it without hesitation. Normally. Right. Like so, I not, I could I could literally be like, Oh my gosh, I'm put your freaking shoes away. Like I told you to do this, blah blah blah. Or I could just either just do it for you, or in the other case too, like what you're saying, be like, Do you mind putting your shoes away? Even though I tell you this all the time. And again, this is just an example, but me saying like, can you just put your shoes away? And you would in a heartbeat be like, yeah. And like not even think twice, you know, yeah. so. And I've, I've definitely had to reorient myself and I walk in the door and not like I'm living this subservient, like I have to do everything to make sure Valerie is 1000% satisfied all the time. But I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put him right here by the door. Cause we're also trying to teach our son like, hey, when you come in take your shoes off, don't just fling them around the house. Yeah. And I'd be a hypocrite if I like 
did that and then mm-hmm. told him not to. So I really have to like check myself. So, you know, I make sure that after I cook now that <laughs> I do my best to kind of clean as I'm going. Yeah. But in my mind, the way I go, I'm like, I'll clean when I'm done. Yeah. I'll clean after I've eaten and the all that stuff is good. I will put my shoes away at the end of the day before I go to bed. That's my mind, how I go yeah. about things. Um, and maybe that's just, I guess, how I was yeah. raised. And, and I with- think, too, actually, another thing is, like, to always have – I feel like what you do so well is you validate any emotion that I'm feeling. So, like – I don't need to get into the full story as to why, but like I'm very sensitive to like yelling and aggressive tones. Like my immediate response is not to fight back. I just shut down. Like I just, I hate it. And it's partly because of how I grew up. And not that you ever like yell at me, like you're never aggressive towards me, but you project and get like loud and like I get triggered in those moments. And so when I tell you like, I like your voice is getting louder, this and that, like, you don't get defensive in the way where it's like, well, I'm not even yelling. Get over it. Like you're so good about being like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize like my voice was getting loud. I'm not trying to yell at you. Like you always – And I just project as a person in general. Yeah. Well, you just validate so well. And so what I was going to say with that is like just always hear each other out. Like not everything is an attack. So if like your partner is addressing something, like just hear it with their – with good intentions. Like mm-hmm. they're not – you're in – Hopefully, you're in a safe and loving relationship and you can... If not, call us. (laughs) And hopefully, you can, like, allow yourself to not take things personal when there are moments of conflict. So, anyways. Uh, One last bit of advice. Have solid married friends as well. Ooh, that's a good one. Both, you know, newly newly Newlier. That's a great (laughs) word. That's a good word. Um... (laughs) And then also, like, this is something we've learned is surround yourself with people who have been married who are older than you. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. You know, have kind of gone before you through things and just have a very humble heart about it with people that you trust. Now, you don't have to, like, surround yourself with, like, 50 different couples because you need your genuine time. But, you know, have, like, you know, a solid good two to three couples that you truly are cool with being vulnerable about the sucky parts of life and the highlights. And then also – don't be afraid to ask for advice because yeah. the worst thing that I've personally seen with like other friends who've been married and unfortunately are divorced is they try and do everything isolated and everything mm. alone or they're yeah. way too codependent and they lose who they are. And then a big thing that the spouse will say at you know their roughest patch is like they're not even the same person I've married. Mm. And it's because they have basically turned their spouse into like their absolute everything and they Mm -hmm. should in a way but you know you need to find people that support you and also find that time to be with your friends still yeah yeah and And to be your own person too like i love my time with my friends yeah. And I also love Valerie's time with her friends. I feel like that's been one of our biggest strengths. Well, it in gives marriage. us time to ma- to miss each other. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And like COVID was definitely like I had to teach him the garage and I'm like, I need to, you know, oh, yeah. this is awesome for me. I can just walk inside and get coffee, say hey to the kids. And for Valerie, I threw off her whole like, world and routine. Out. Yeah. It was 
you know, I thought everything was hunky dory, but meanwhile, she's dealing with a pissy baby and Hendrix <laughs> running amok and the world shut down basically. And I'm, you know, taking a five minute break from my Zoom classroom. Oh so, man, life's hard though. But oh. seriously, just appreciate every yeah. moment with your person and also find other people to appreciate yes. and live life with. Yes. Okay, next question. We can like briefly answer this, but do you believe that two people can get married and not have the same religious beliefs? I think you like you can, like that happens. Mm-hmm. Um I, I think you can, but I also think down the road you may be setting yourself up for not i wouldn't say disaster but strong conflict depending on how serious i guess you take your religious backgrounds yeah i think i think it depends too how different they are like if like you're christian someone else catholic it's like that's like i don't want to say the same but it's like close enough the foundation is the same but if it's a completely different religion and faith i guess like depending on how strong you are in it then no because that is a huge that's a huge thing mm-hmm. that's like yeah it's like the foundation it just of feels like someone is gonna have to compromise for the entire and and where you compromise you re- can resent so yes. i will leave it at that um okay did you have any moments of questioning when choosing to marry your husband or you marry me? Um, not question. No, no, literally no. I didn't even Aww. think. <laughs> I'm like, I almost didn't even think fully, you know, because we got engaged like four months after dating. And, 18 and I was 19. Yes. Yeah. And I was fresh out of a relationship relationship, um a serious long relationship so at first at first i was head hesitant to date you and then i immediately fell head over heels (laughs) but also that was a weird sound um but also (laughs) like a bubble gargle no it sounded like a horse like that was weird um horse is outside though we got a horse oh my god we didn't i Okay, no, what I was going to say was it was crazy, though, because we didn't even know each other really when we got engaged because Zach was living across the country. And so we maybe spent a total of like three uh, weeks. Like, th- no, yeah, I don't even. Tiny break, Thanksgiving, then Christmas. Okay, so three, but in those three weeks, we didn't spend every second together. Like, you spend time with your family and stuff. So I think a total hour or a total time of, uh, spending time what am i saying <laughs> i think we maybe spent a week and a half total of knowing each other when we got engaged which is so see scary. i have a different perspective on that i feel like i got to know you way better being distanced because the only thing we could do yeah. was talk on the phone you can ask my old roommate when we were dating ryan ryan mclaurin shout out oh, he's the best he is love the best. you ryan um <laughs> But he would have to deal with me on the phone till, you know, 3, 4 a.m. sometimes because that's what you do as a sophomore in college in a long-distance relationship. I really feel like being away gave us no excuse to not be very um, intentional with every minute that we got together. Like, I 
thought about other relationships and what would we do? We go to the movies, sit in silence for two hours, mm. go eat, eat and, you know, talk and here and there. And then, you know, dates over and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, you text and you call and it works traditionally all the time. And there's nothing wrong with like that. But I feel like in a distancing, I feel like we were able to progress and move fast. Yeah. Because we had both dated a lot of people beforehand. True. And... You know, I got to know pretty much everything about you because I was very serious about it, yeah. as were you. And okay, like, well, did you have any moments of questioning? No, I didn't have any. My dad really reaffirmed my thoughts because yeah. as soon as we started talking, everything was clicking for me. And then I flew home and we hung out and I was like, that's it. And I was like, well, maybe I was questioning if I knew I wanted to marry you. But I was like, am I thinking this too soon? You know, and then my dad, I asked him, and I'm like, Dad, here's where I'm at with this girl. What do you think? And he's like, Oh, no, that's totally fine. He's like, I knew I wanted to marry your mom after the first date. He's yeah. like, No chance that you're thinking too ahead of this. Like, if this is the person, pursue it. Don't yeah. like, you know, half heartedly go into it. But if this is who you want it to be, make your intentions known and pursue it. Yeah. And so I felt, which we did like make that known. Like, hey, if we're dating, like, we are ex like we have the intention to marry because like we don't want to waste our time. Uh -huh. But um, something I did do on our wedding day though was well ahead. Okay, so right before our wedding, I wrote a letter to myself to calm me down in case I did feel nerves on our wedding day. It was just like a letter of peace. I was just mm -hmm. like affirming myself affirming our relationship and then on our wedding day i read it and it like brought me so much peace not that i was questioning on our wedding day either but like just like those jitters like oh my god i'm literally gonna get married right now and then i read my letter and it was nice it was like future me was was uh or no past me wait what future me was future you was reaffirmed yes. by past you yes whoa that should be that should be a movie but yeah, this is a movie. <laughs> is your life a movie? My life is a, a oh, wait. No, Josh is about to be, this is life is a movie. It's because there's a comment on TikTok of like these like bonding moments where like they're like, guys, last night was a movie. I feel like those stuff that we said in high school, like especially after partying and stuff, we're like, guys, last night was a movie. So, anyways, that's the <laughs> joke he was year. making. <laughs> You're so dumb. My favorite thing, everyone in like august when the new seniors of high school are about to start their senior year Aww. and we see like groups of kids at the beach i always like voice over like what they're probably talking about like this is our year guys <laughs> this is our moment we better take all of this and just remember let it them forever. live i do let them let live them i don't live. interject in there but it's also funny like you know we all thought that at one point we oh yeah dumb senior sunrise thing that like four of us went to my senior of high school our class hated each other though by the end of it but um <laughs> same yeah, <laughs> uh, I yeah I would say most people were not cool with each other. But anyway, whatever. But yeah, it, it's always fun. But it's just always fun to be like that devil's advocate. Okay, tangent. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I want to hear a tangent. Next. No, I don't. <laughs> Zach has ADD too, by the way. So just so sorry. Just everyone. I'm gonna have to reel him back. You'll 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 come to know. Um. Okay. How your relationship changed after having kids nice we are tired a lot more tired <laughs> a lot more tired but it's like a rewarding tired because 
you know, especially now that they're older. Like, I remember just being wiped out when, like, the baby stage, but also, like. But that was so different than the tired now. Yeah, the tired because now. Because the tired like, now, especially with Hendrix and how much he talks, I, we've had so many nights, especially recently, because we've our schedules have been crazy, but where I'm just, like, I have nothing in me. I cannot talk to you, like, and have a deep conversation. So let's just watch Modern Family and just fall asleep so Essentially. we're just i'm i'm tired in that way where it's like for me it was so much different with a baby because i'm like i'm physically tired but not emotionally if that means well i guess i don't know but well, yeah there's a lot of it but you know hendrix will ask these super deep existential questions on the ride <laughs> home from preschool and then rio's trying to you know climb, climb everything the house with the garden hose and yeah. it's like there's different levels of tired yeah. that each of them present and it's awesome. I love it. I absolutely love yeah. the feel. And over the weekend, I it was just Hendrix and I, and we did everything, you know, a f- cliche father-son would want to do. We went to a baseball game. I we know. You guys are so cute. We ate pizza. We, what else did we do? We went to the know, zoo. We went to the zoo. It was phenomenal. Yeah. And I was tired, like, physically from doing all the things, but it was also tired mentally from all the... You know, he's a human now. He's yeah. not like a blob that's, you know, solely dependent on me. But, you know, he's he engages a lot and it's yeah. so fun. But it's like talking to someone for 14 hours straight and it can it can take a toll on you. After yeah. The end of the day. I'm like, oh, so man. so with that, we are tired. Yes. But um, I've definitely like this is so cliche, but like have fallen in love with you in a completely different way. Especially, I know it's so cute. Um, especially because of like my childhood trauma. Like, I feel like I found a lot of healing through being a parent and then watching you be a parent and getting to parent with you. So, that in itself is a reward. Like, it's really cool to like see, like, not benefits, but to see like outcome from that. Um, and it's only going to get like hopefully better from here. So, that's cool. Hopefully. Um, I think too, like, okay, I'm trying to think of like our relationship because I can think of things that have changed in me like personally, but I'm trying to think about our relationship. I think we just have to really prioritize time, like something that like we are – because Zach and I are both very – like we're both very outgoing people. Like we love to say yes. We both love to like – party and do all the things not like actually party but we're just like yes to hanging out like yes let's do this like we, we do just, like to host a good party though. we love <laughs> we do like to host a banger but um Every i quarter so some <laughs> sometimes it is like we're learning this right now after being in a crazy season of like okay we really need to be intentional with our time as a family and our time with our marriage because there was a season where like one of us will mostly me would be like, okay, I'm going to go hang out with this person because my only free time is at night. Like it's so, and I want to be intentional with all of my friendships, but it's so hard to do that during the day because of the kids or like, I don't want to like miss out on like time with them or time as a family. So I'm like, okay, well once everyone's in bed, I'll go. And then that obviously is sacrificing like our quality time together. So um, it's just a lot of prioritizing time and learning how to feed each other like we don't have time to waste so like we want to like feed each other well like i just 
we tried it for a while. We were doing this like highs and lows before bed and we kind of like fell out of routine with that. But I loved um, doing that because I know because it was like an intentional way to like reflect throughout the day, like right before we go to sleep. At the end of the podcast, we'll do it. We will. Yeah, Yeah. we should. Hold us accountable, listeners. (laughs) Just check in with Valerie. Did you do your highs and lows? And you guys should do it too. It's fun, whether you're in a relationship or not. Like if you have roommates that you're close with or like even with yourself, like asking like your dog. Um, Not cats though. They're too like judgy. Just kidding. No, cats like, are great listeners. They'd be like, nah, they'll just walk away. Yeah, seriously. Oh, no food. <laughs> Screw <Bye>. you, cat. <laughs> Take your emotions somewhere else, human. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, well, that was mine. Do you have anything else to add to that one? Um, Yeah, it's just been really cool seeing you. It's just so inspiring, honestly. Like, you balancing full-time um, photographer, uh, media creator, and Ugh. mother. Like... It, it's ridiculous like i and the fact that you had to do it all from home and some people are like yeah i'm at home all day but you and your personality you need to like get out and go places and i have the luxury of going to yeah. my school and kind of doing things how i want to and you have to kind of work in segments throughout the day when rio is asleep in the morning or taking her nap or yeah at night but i think we found good balance with it um but yeah, I'm just very inspired by how hard your work ethic is. And I knew it was like that before, but you okay? I literally just popped my hip. That's Did you I hear heard? it? Oh my, God. oh my gosh. That thought, hurts like, so Rita bad. Or something. No, that was definitely my hip. I was moving my leg and it just like went. But yeah, I think um, I've thanks. grown. That's in, really nice. Likewise, I think I've grown a new and deeper love for you in that way. So Thanks. Can you rub my foot? Yeah. <laughs> you take your sock off. No, you're rubbing your foot with a sock on. Really? Can you imagine getting like you showing up at like your spa and plays and you have your socks on? Why? Isn't it know. grosser to be well, barefoot? The dark crap on your. There's foot. just dark crap on my actual foot. I'd rather rub the actual foot. You're into that, that? you weirdo. No, you're the foot person. <laughs> I just want to be rubbed. I tell Zach this every night. I just want to be rubbed. Rub no, it's me. more of a mm, <laughs> followed by like a body convulsion. <laughs> Mia guessing where she wants to be rubbed. Oh my god! After a couple tries and selfish tries, then I find because you forget easily. You rub for like three seconds, and then your ADD kicks in, and then you forget. And I'm like, I chingado. Okay. Um, I don't have any hair to like twirl anymore. So I know. Good. Actually. Nah, okay, he's a hair twirler. Okay, yeah. anyways. Um, ooh, let me see. Wait, sorry. I have all my stuff screenshot. Okay, what is your favorite way you prioritize and protect your quality time together? I feel like we kind of just answered that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is kind of for me. You had briefly mentioned you have stomach problems, a.k.a. I mentioned that every five seconds. <laughs> um, does coffee and salsa upset you? Probably, probably, but those are the two things I can't give up. So, si tienes gastritis, um, just kind of pick and choose what you you're the, like, willing to get rid of. Moderation and what I just like really try not to do fried food. Um, I ate chicken nuggets for dinner tonight, but that's I a wasn't whole. Bring it up. <laughs> you're going there. But well, I was gonna say I had a healthy lunch. I did not. 
Um, uh, in and out. Oh, yeah. But anyways, okay. I pick and choose. Coffee and salsa are like my two biggest things. But with that, I don't really do marinara sauce, which is acidic and burns your stomach. I don't really do – I honestly don't do alcohol a lot. I probably look like a huge party girl on Instagram, but those are just like the social vibes hitting me. Like I can just turn it on. I maybe drink a glass of wine like once a week. Um, Good for your heart. But I don't really do alcohol. It just like unless we're it's like a social thing, like we're out with friends, but I just would rather not because it hurts my tummy. Um, and then I just try to keep myself well fed all day because if you're hungry, that triggers um, gastrointestinal issues. So, um, and I can eat anything. Zach is a garbage disposable. It really pisses me off. It's like, guys. it makes me so. I have to like poop all. You deal with so much poop in this house, literally, like between me and the kids. So, and Zach's like, great gut great like healthy body and i'm like everything burns my me. life rules <laughs> uh, i literally ate a trash bag full of movie theater popcorn yeah for like four days straight in the yeah. first year of marriage and he was fine that was great that's and crazy i'm the only one who didn't get sick in mexico and yeah, yeah. Awesome. anytime we travel i get sick and zach's like i feel great and i'm like well cool we ate the hate same you thing. just kidding i don't hate you um uh, uh, uh. Were you Christians when you met? What's the story there? Yes, we both yeah. grew up in Christian homes. I had something really traumatic happen in my family that unfortunately broke my family. And I was a teenager and I hated the world and hated everything. And I would go to church hungover. Um, and then I had a moment where I like came back to my faith and like just oops and just had like a, a di- like a different I don't know I just had like like a like a spiritual awakening and um I I guess that's when I came back to my faith and I was uh, 17 or 18 I can't it was my senior year of high school um so which is like Right after me graduating, it was pretty quickly when you and I met. So we were both, yeah, we're both Christians when we met. We both still are. We're very, like, active in our church. We're just, like, all about loving people and pursuing people um, and not following a certain agenda that Christians have, which I don't want to get into it, actually, because I have so many thoughts on, like, I feel like COVID – has made me hate Christianity, not like my faith, but it's like made me so pissed off at the people who are like they try fighting. and portray themselves as, as we don't need just, to get into it. I'm like, oh, we both get really spicy, topic. and we're just like, what? Anyways, yeah. okay, we don't have to get into it, but I can like feel myself getting mad already. Um, but okay, wait, what? Uh, I was just gonna say, do you want me to go or? Well, I kind of answered it when we were Christians when we met. Yeah. 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 Okay. (laughs) I didn't really have anything else to add. I just wanted the validation to be included. Oh, my gosh. I know. know. You freaking have FOMO, dude. I suck. (laughs) I'm even here and I'm having FOMO. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Have you ever – this is kind of intense. Have you ever wanted to break up, take take a break from each other? Being parents is hard. I'm, Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, it's like 
I don't know if you've ever met Valerie or seen her in person, but I feel lucky every single morning Aww. knowing that that snoring little Hispanic girl in my gassy bed. poopy body. Yeah, it's a beautiful gassy poopy body. You know, <laughs> just her butt up in the air. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. Um, and- we've never like wanted to break up. I mean, we did get engaged really fast, and then from there on, we were just both like, okay, it's go time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like we have taken like our marriage vow like pretty seriously and like obviously being parents is hard but I think the coolest thing is like obviously you grow like we're very different people than from like who we were when we got married but like we've only we've both like encouraged each other to grow and I think that that's like a huge thing like you've never been insecure where you're like well I don't want you to do this or that or like to keep me from and I'm like a free bird. Like yeah, I need I, my I freedom. Despise guys who like try and cage their wife. Oh, it's so freaking ugly. Them to just yeah. like, just like even the role of you're you're my wife, and that's all you're really yeah. allowed to do. Yeah. Like it, uh, I think if you were that way, like I would have, have a really hard time. I would have a. Re- I don't. I just don't I think that that's to healthy. Lie through my teeth for like a year and a half. Yeah. Before we actually got married, but I don't think that that's healthy but if you are encouraging each other to grow together and individually like if you're if you both have confidence then you're not going to feel you're obviously not going to feel insecure and try to stunt your growth so mm-hmm. um i think with that it makes with that being the foundation it kind of makes everything easier like even though being a parent is hard like we've never like hit a situation where we're like we can't do this like we're gonna like get divorced or get or like not be together like that's literally never been an option or i think that goes back into like you're saying pursue like what makes you you yeah i think valerie and i both are very good at encouraging each other like go be with your friends and valerie more go be by yourself for a few hours and read on the beach and recharge and i think we're good at reading each other when we're at that breaking point with work and life and everything um COVID was a lot harder to take that break because everything was shut down and you were shunned for being outside basically for a while. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think her and I having that communication and having that respect for each other as individuals really made it um, easy for us to get through difficult times. Yeah. Yeah. We've never, we've honestly never hit a moment of like, we can't do this together. Yeah. Like if I'm feeling weak or if, you're feeling weak like we always just make that known and then we're like i don't know then the other partner who's maybe stronger in that season is like okay well i'll pick up like you've been doing a lot for you've been doing a lot of that for me lately just with like the mental health stuff that's happening and a lot of the transitions so i think like if we were both like weak in that way it'd obviously be hard to like lean on each other but we're both like okay no worries i got you you can cruise until you're ready to fly again you know definitely so, um okay this is a good question how was it in the i'm interested to hear what you say okay how you want me to go first yeah because i want to hear what you have to say how was it in the beginning and now being from different cultures Ooh. what have y'all learned <laughs> i've learned a lot um <laughs> It's, and like I said, I think it's been easier for me 
than maybe other guys or girls who have married into a different culture yeah. because I was exposed to different cultures. My parents mm. growing up were very about different cultures. Yeah. And it, I was never just like in this little, you know, suburban American bubble. Um, but definitely like, I think not being around your immediate family, but like your whole family, like all the time, like someone will lose a tooth and everyone will be at your mom's We house. talked about this on the podcast with Keith and Joshua. We were saying like Latinos celebrate anything. Like, and it's I, like, my God, yeah. you learned how to lock the door. Let's throw a carne asada. Like, hey, man, we just this. like to party. Any excuse to party. I know. And like for me, I grew up seeing my cousins who lived like 40 minutes from me <laughs> like twice a year. Yeah. And it was the same conversations every time. And I thought it was magical and I had great cousins <laughs> and my grandparents too. And, you yeah. know, I just thought that that's normal. And so, definitely the family gained togetherness. And at first, and probably up until the last few years, I was like, we hang out way too much um, <laughs> sometimes. And, you know, your family. Hey, man, amazing. you love my primas, though. I do. You know, I've been. I just really wish another dude would join the family. Who? Another oh, another guy. dude. I can only... We're all women on my side of the family. Hendrix is the first boy after four generations. generations. I so... did it, guys. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of estrogen. It's great. I love how I grew up. Where So where I grew up, or the way I grew up, has been, like, seeing my family every day. Like, my grandma used to watch us all while our parents were working, like, especially during the summer, like once we started school, obviously that wasn't like needed, but during summer break, oh my gosh, it was so fun getting to like just grow up with my cousins and we're all still very close. Um, actually, one of my cousins went to Mexico with me this weekend. She got to hang out with me and my friends and actually, I like this is kind of a tangent, but I was like, I had like a moment where I was like, my cousin's actually hanging out with me like for fun. Like we're not at like a family gathering. Like she's willingly it's hanging out with me to be and it was you. the sweetest thing and we like shared a bed we shared a room and i was like we have not That's done this cute. and so i'm gonna get all emotional talking about it but i was like we have not done this in so long and it was such a gift to grow up together so like we definitely you and i have very different family uh structures or values and yeah. not values because that sounds like we disagree on like what yeah. we do with our kids. But I think like you, you have showed me that there are sometimes no boundaries with on my end with family. And then I feel like what I have showed you is like, it's, it is a gift to like be with family and yeah. to see them often and not just Easter and Christmas. And that's where I'm like, so pumped that my kids have so many aunts and all their tias tias, uh, well not so many uncles i'm like not just Um, all girls yeah (laughs) until they all get married (laughs) i know please for the love of god someone marry one of her cousins they're really like you know they're great they're honestly so beautiful and great Ugh, i love them yeah but Um, um, but yeah i definitely have seen that like you know a different perspective on family values and i i think what's what's been better too (laughs) what's been hard for you definitely has been like us not having boundaries in our family like my mom just being like just stating her opinion and you're like or telling me telling us how to parent and that has been really hard on our marriage not 
because it drives us apart, but because it's like such a hard place for me to be in where like I want to respect you because you're my family, but then like respect my mom, but also not enable her where she can just like state her opinion. And so that's been really hard. I love your mom so much and we've had so many amazing times, but you know, there's definitely been times where she will be talking as like, you know, the matriarch is the family in a lot of ways. Like everyone kind of falls in line to what your mom says and she has earned that right in so many ways. We're strong women in this family. Very strong women. (laughs) But, you know, I was raised where if you have an opinion about something, you know, say something. And that's what I've always been encouraged to do. Well, and, and I think with that is like you were raised with like, okay, if you have an opinion and you're stating it, everyone sees it as an opinion and it's like okay we disagree but like that's fine fine. and we're like my family it's like you disagree with me you're disrespecting your elders you're disrespecting the culture and it's like all these especially a religious latino family if you're in a if you have come from a religious latino family i feel your pain (laughs) it's like it's so true actually someone on their stories the other day another tangent posted a Bible verse in English and in Spanish. And the translation in Spanish was not at all what the English version was saying. It just sounded, yes. And I, she was like, "Um, if anyone else is bilingual, like, is it just me? Like, that's tripping. Like, what is this? And I like replied and I was like, no girl like no wonder why latinos are so like religious because it's like yeah. i'm like was there a problem with translation it was crazy i should have shown you but Selective, anyways aggressive, passionate <laughs> translation. It's it was crazy language. yeah but um i think that's been like the biggest thing is just like learning to have boundaries while still respecting mm-hmm. my family and then i think on my side what i've learned and what you've learned and which has been difficult is my family is very much don't talk about it. And my family is kind of like that too, though, until it like boils over Mm. like festers. And then this eruption, at least your family, they're talking about, but maybe not directly to the person. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly talked about, but maybe not to who it's supposed to be. Yeah. And then it turns into his old deal but that's true because lately like i feel like your trust family has a lot of secrets yeah and you have a lot of trust issues and not with me obviously because i'm perfect but um but just like random little i was obviously joking in case people don't know well i know you know but i'm like in case the audience doesn't know that but we're very sarcastic and very humble people (laughs) doesn't sound is it humble to say that you're humble yeah I think it's a humble brag. So it's not. Anyway. <laughs> um, no, but I think, frick, I lost my train of thought. What was I saying? Uh, it was something about like me, us, our family being chismosos or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, but oh, no, no, no. What I was saying was that you have a lot of trust issues where it's like, it's with anything. Like literally like, well, is this going to happen? Or like, well, what happens with that? And or what were you saying? Oh, I brought back a Jesus statue from Mexico and I like put it outside and Zach was like, no, don't leave it out there because it's going to get stolen. And I'm like, how does your mind even go there? Like for it me, went I'm there like, because our suitcases were stolen out okay, of the back of our okay, car. Okay. Well, maybe that wasn't a good example, but I feel like there's a lot of those moments where you're like, no, this is going to happen. And I joke around with you and I'm like, dang, who hurt you? You know, like, uh, honestly, I, all right, mini story. It's because when I was in like, I think first grade, <laughs> 
my mom picked me up early from school and she's like, hey, we're just going to go out to the park and go ice cream. I'm like, cool, mom. And I, another mini story. Um, <laughs> and so we get to the park and she's like, oh, we need to go to the hospital. I need to go pick up medication. I'm like, cool, let's go. This is all fine. Ice cream is on the horizon. And then go there. Oh, we actually need to stop by your pediatrician. That's fine with me. Um, and then, you know, oh, oh actually, yeah, yeah. you know, they're just going to make sure everything's good with you. Um, and then next thing I know, there is a nurse coming at me with a needle. And I'm like, you lied to me, mom. Like, just, That's an Andrea it was move. Bad. And I remember like, you know, I now I have tattoos and I don't mind shots all that much. Yeah. Um, which is I actually do mind shots for whatever reason. You do? But tattoos, yeah, I hate getting shots. But I'm, I, I think it's because that. of that day. Honestly, triggered well you know, you it went have... from swinging peacefully through the jungles in okinawa to being strapped down by nurses and having my booster plugged into me Dang. like it was just all to see and then last one it was our we got to come back to america briefly um halfway through our tour in okinawa and like we're on tour but no um <laughs> so we got to go and we went to disneyland and my dad's like let's oh, go on yeah. space mountain and I'm like, what Space Mountain? He's like, oh, it's just this little, you know, goes around in a circle, shows you the planets. And I'm seven, and my dad's, you know, a hero to me. And I trust everything he says. Like how he used to tell us that tuna was actually chicken. It just cooked a little differently. Bro, it was bad. Oh, it's the whitest thing I've ever bottled. heard. Canned tuna. Thank <laughs> God I'm out of that house and the food. But anyway, um, yeah, so we <laughs> went on Space Mountain. And you can imagine a seven-year-old who has gone on Space Mountain thinking it's going to be this peaceful little- and it's like pitch you know, black Pitch in black, there. fast oh, pace. Man. And my tiny body's rattling around the cart, like, you know. Scrawny little body. It was such a twig. But anyway, it, it sucked. And I was literally traumatized until high school to go on any sort of roller coaster until a friend took me to Knott's Berry Farm and he was going on the roller coaster. Oh. And, you know, like any- 10th grade boys said some very mean and also, you know, peer pressure things to yeah. me. And he got me on the roller coaster and I loved it. Well, I think aside from those experiences, I think you have trust issues because your family doesn't talk about things. That too. Where like for my family, really we're all things yes. years later. I'm like, wow. Especially as an adult, it's like definitely like it's doing something you to you. You don't feel lied to. You just feel like, well, maybe you do No, it is lied to. Right, like yeah, betrayed. Lied yeah, to. yeah. Um, I think too, what I was going to say about cultural differences is, <laughs> is that we're loud. My family is loud. Like when Zach goes to Peru with all of us and we're all sharing a house, which like for Zach is like, he's like, why are we sharing a house? Like we should just get our own thing. And I think now that we have kids, like, yes, we will definitely be doing that a lot more often. It was fun with your family in the house. But it's like 6 a.m. I will never forget one time oh, when I you brought this up. He's like, your words, it's 6 a.m. And Abuelita's just slamming the cabinets and like making her tea and like praying and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's like normal. And he's like, we're like your it's, family, it's your mom will literally like, tiptoe and she'll be like oh someone's sleeping she'll like yell at my dad forest you're breathing too loud like <laughs> no, the kids are sleeping <laughs> <laughs> so like the consideration of my side of the family i love you guys if you're listening but like there is no we're just like tough we're just not that you're not tough but we're just like toughen up we're like with your your family's very considerate and sweet so so your family i think toughness is being 
misinterpreted as inconsiderate. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's like it's my way. I will not compromise. I'm doing it how I want, wherever oh, I am. Oh, that's so true. Oh my gosh. The best part about traveling with your family in the foreign countries, everything's a surprise for me. Like I would show up at the table, everyone's laughing, talking. The language like, barrier. Spanish on oh. you know times ten speed, and then everyone gets up from the table, and I'm like. All right, what's happening? Like, how come you in like, like, you don't up, understand Zach. that? Gosh, that God, all right. And <laughs> yeah, and the amount of times we have to stop for, you know, stir coffee and bread is <laughs> it's incredible. I'm just like, why why did we even go out of the house if we're stopping I two blocks know, away for more I coffee and bread? And then we go back so quick, but whatever. It's cool. I'm fine with it. It's fun. I don't get what's happening most of the time, but it's probably better that way. My mom was like the other day, she said this to your face, but she's like, hi, Zach, you've been married and for this long, almost nine years in the family and you still don't know Spanish. And I was just like, she has a point. I, I told her, I'm like, Abuelita has been in the country for 30 years. And she's, oh. she claims to not know. Like, I think she, I think it's a play though. I think she is fluent. I just don't think she lets, you know, those who don't need to know, know. No. even your mom. Well, I think she knows what's up. Oh, abuelita. Abuelita so precious. She called me crying today because I sent her In some English. money to pay for her um <laughs> to pay for her new uh what's it, what are these called? Hearing aid. Her new hearing aid. And she was crying and it was oh, so Abuelita sweet. is the sweetest. She's... If you guys could ever have like a human like giant teddy bear to just love who's adorable and who horrible, doesn't speak English. We don't know that. <laughs> There's some things I've said and I look at her and I think she's hearing me. I really I think she could just maybe understand like I think her level of knowing English is your level of knowing Spanish is just like keywords and I then know. she can Oh uh, the worst was like I forgot when and where it happened, but it was like me and Abuelita for like two hours. Oh yeah. Where what, what was happening? I don't know. But was that was, in Peru? It was in Peru. It was awesome. But it was so much like it was like Pictionary the whole time. Wait, was it when we went to La Victoria? Maybe. Did she? She didn't go she with didn't us. Go. It was just. Um... It must have been then, but I feel like we had to go somewhere. I don't know, but anyway, it was awesome. I love that lady. You guys are just communicating through sign language. It was <laughs> no, I like. I think I got like some scratch paper and a marker, and we started oh, like. Oh, grandma! She's so cute. Beautiful moment. La Susie. Um. Anyway, okay. Different cultures are cool, but they also come with different. They're hard, but I think what what's fun when you have kids is like you get to take from both cultures. Um, and something that's really important for us is hopefully living international someday. We're strongly considering Mexico, mm-hmm. um, so that would be like a cool way to expose our kids to like, even though it's like my culture because I'm Mexican, like it's still. A different culture because it's another country like mexican cultures they are so different than mexico mexican culture oh, here yeah. so it'd be cool to like we just both really value that especially since like you lived overseas like you saw what mm-hmm. that has taught you so like we just both feel very passionate my about money's that. still on going to dubai oh my gosh long story short a few years ago zach got a job offer to go teach in dubai for a year for a yeah. year and i really wanted to take it but I don't know. We we didn't. Well, because Hendrix was just born, and I was like, I cannot move to. Oh, yeah, that's. What I was like, I can't move like, to another country. 
And I have like weddings and stuff that I yeah. like couldn't do anything about. So, but hey, if you're a teacher listening and you're indecisive about your mm. you know next move in a job, Dubai will pay you to move there. You will make super good money in America, like currency. Yeah. rates and it's untaxed and typically they will pay for your lodging and the food allowance and stuff so true if you're you know newly married single or just you know you and your family want to get away um, or if you want to do it by yourself that could be a Southwest. really cool yeah do your experience. thing and dubai is super safe from everyone i know who's gone yeah. there like even for women like they don't have the same like Dang, um, wish... arab country restrictions that they have on a lot of women so yeah I think That's I could totally. I, I think. Oh, excuse me. I, kept, I think I could totally do that now since the kids are older. But with a newborn and first time mom, I was like, "There's no freaking way." Yeah. But I would probably just honestly teach like, you know, Chinese kids English, but live over there. Be kind of fun. Mm. Maybe I teach it there. I don't know. Who I'm knows? kind of intimidated by like the Dubai culture. Everyone just seems like, you know, they're a. Uh, a dominant place, but well, it's they, are. Cool. Yeah, they, they are. They They're are. They have Lamborghinis for police cars. Yeah. Ferrari Casual World. Ferrari. <laughs> Seriously, it's on my bucket list to go Ferrari World. Well, maybe we'll end up out there. Who knows? Maybe. All right, next question. Um, I'm trying to think just for the sake of time. I should have picked these out, but it's so hard. How's the division of labor at home with – oh, wait. Sorry. How's the division of labor at home and with children? Um, so I'm going to be super honest. I love to keep the house clean, not because I'm serving my husband, but for my own sanity. What'd you say, woman? <laughs> I think like that part of it is easy for me because I'm like, I literally cannot be in like a messy house. I have to clean it up for like, especially working from home. Like I can't focus. So that is like something like work that is that I can do easily but with cooking I hate I hate and I want to like cooking that's my challenge this year is like I want to enjoy it but that's something that Zach has taken over and you actually grew up with your dad cooking so that's been pretty cool yeah but um I think like when I come home from like shoots or like a long day of work like and Zach is at home with the kids I will tell him, like, please just have the house picked up when I come home because I just – I cannot come home to an empty – or to, like, a messy space mm -hmm. and then, like, you know. And he – like, you respect me in that way. And he's yeah. like, okay, I'll clean up. So – And, like, I don't look at it as, like, oh, I have to do all these, like, chores or, you know, look yeah. after the kids. Like, yeah, I hate when I hear I feel like – yeah. Or especially husbands be like, yeah. oh, I had to watch the kids. Or I had to. The worst is when husbands say they had to babysit. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's your, pretty bad. That's your kid, dude. But um, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I feel like it, I I know what your needs are in that way, and I know that you coming home to the house is cleaned up as I can yeah. get it with both the kids. Like, I think it's just a a basic now to have like you know the the dishwasher loaded and yeah. the shoes and toys yeah make sure hendrix and rio put the toys away and for you know whatever little tasks yeah do. honestly with the cleaning up too we involve the kids in a lot of it like i have a pretty strict rule with them where it's like if they're playing and run in one room and like say they want to go play in the backyard i'm like okay you can't leave this room until it's been cleaned up mm -hmm. because I am very adamant about showing 
like leading through example and like involving them in the work. And it doesn't always have to be like a serious like now clean up and clean this. It's like it could be a game. It could be a game like or just like something like that you literally just do because you're a human. You literally just pick up after yourself. It doesn't have to be this like. It's so cute watching Rio clean up things too because they're tiny like semi uncoordinated bodies like trying to grab (laughs) everything and then she drops it and then she like laughs and picks it up and she just makes more of a mess than actually she looks so cute she loves um having like wipes and rags though and like clean it's oh my gosh it's the she's so latina i'm like you're so freaking cute um born with hoops guys (laughs) but i think yeah with the division like obviously if there's something that i need you to pull your weight in like i tell you or like vice versa like Taking out the trash is always your thing. Sometimes I'll take it out if I'm feeling if I'm feeling frisky. I'll take out the trash yeah, by myself. Yeah, you've gotten but... a good gym session, and you're like, <laughs> I'm so swole, I can lift this trash. Yeah, and then I find it. But for the next most part, the <laughs> but for the most part, I just like leave it because I'm like, oh, this is X job. Like he's gonna do it, and then like feeding the yeah. gecko and like the dog. things like that. Yeah, Zach takes care of all that stuff. So we like kind of. Have a list of things that we've Mm -hmm. discussed, like I do this, you do this, but then also like we've naturally just taken roles. Like Like, I love the house that we live in and I don't think it's Valerie's job to make it spotless and I want to live in a place that I want to be in. Well, then we like take over the roles that like the other doesn't like. So like I hate laundry. And I'll do it, but like there are times too where I'm like, can you do it? And you do, and you do it, and you're fine. Yeah. But with the dishes, I feel like you don't like doing the dishes as much, but I don't mind it. I'm like, okay, whatever. So things like that. But um, obviously, if you're not getting enough in one area, it's really important to share that with your partner so they can help you. But um, here's a uh, random question. You ready? What? Would you rather have? No hands, just the hands. You have like the full everything else, but your hands are gone. Or no feet, like you have the full leg, but no like toes. Can I? Can I still wear cute shoes? You do you. Okay, then I would rather have no toes. No toes. Yeah, because then I would just get like your toes are the your toes are gone. I'm talking like to your ankle gone. But I was I would just get a foot mold. And like attach them to my nubs so that I can wear cute shoes. But I would much rather have my hands. And screw walking. It's just all about cute shoes. Can I walk on the nubs? Do you. You'll probably learn. Okay. Right. Then I would rather not have feet than okay. hands. What about you? Yeah, probably feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's blunt. <laughs> um, if I like didn't enjoy... I think music, then I would say, yeah, drop the hands off. Oh, no, you need your hands. They're yeah. essential. Um, What's the hardest thing about your marriage? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Zach was just very inappropriate right now. <laughs> Use your imagination. That was funny. You phallic people. <laughs> um, hardest thing about our marriage, honestly, I think is just where we're at both in our careers like valerie is doing so many cool projects like on social media and um with photography especially her mom on film 
page. If you haven't seen that, go check it out. It's yeah. so, you know, I've never had a baby grow inside me, but checking out Moms on Film, I'm like, wow. Oh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's on on film. But, you know, just her passions are awesome. And then me loving what I do as a teacher and, like, thinking about outside of school and doing some things here and there. I think the hardest thing about our marriage is just, like, that time constraint. Yeah, you know? I think – because, because we love to we, do so many things. We said this earlier, obviously, yeah. like we just bo- – we're both yes people. So – and we find rest in like friendships and community and like going and doing like – what? I was just thinking about the joke. You're so gross. <laughs> um, but that's what's hard about us right now is like being well-balanced with our time. And then sometimes we want to – like, I feel like sometimes we lack, like, well, I mean, that's partly it. We lack self-awareness with the busyness. We're just like, go, go, go until we're both like burnt out. And then we are like hating each other's guts that day. And then we talk about things and we're like, oh, that's why we feel this way. And then Valerie does her, "Mm," and I assume where she wants to rub. (laughs) Full circle. But I think that that's what's hard because like, honestly, every – I hope this doesn't come off as like our relationship is perfect, but every other area is like pretty easy because like you and I just we just communicate. We just go well to like we're just chill, you know. I think so. our premarital counseling made it very evident that communication is, you know, the essential like pillar in a healthy marriage. Like, yeah. And I won't lie, there are times where I hold on to things for a while, like not like really? a crazy amount of time. Yeah, but like, you know, I'll be thinking about something. I, I get in my head a lot uh, and I think it's the ADD and then, you know, I have insecurities like everyone does. And I assume well, like- And you love like affirmation. I do. I love affirmation if I'm not getting that. Even in something that Valley has no idea I need affirmation about, yeah. I feel, you know, unheard in a way. And yeah. so- I've gotten a lot better about that. But, you know, I also think it goes back to how I was raised. Like, you know, not a whole lot of emotion in my house. Yeah. At any given time. I think physical Um, touch is hard too. Zach, that's up there. Like that is your love language with words of affirmation. Where like with me, I'm like, I have – a baby touching me all day like I want space and then I like forget that I'm just touching you she's like throwing hands she's, like, she's throwing about to fight you she's for her straight up throwing hands at me like oh she's so cute I miss her so we should cute. go wake them up no favorite <laughs> I just love picking her up and she's like ah, like she's in the middle of one of her crazy Rio tasks like oh you piss her something. off when you do this literally her <laughs> anger I feel that because you do that to me and I'm like oh my gosh get out of you here guys no are one so cute and fuzzy <sighs> and girly and happy <laughs> we're just chilling we're vibing but yeah you i know, think Rio's phys- destroying she's up to no good most of the time i know um but i think physical touch is like the biggest thing where i have to like go the extra mile to like make sure i'm like okay this is acts like love language i need to please touch me <laughs> <laughs> and then like zach has to remember to like okay if i like bear hug her right now she's like just right resting time. like this morning <laughs> at 6 30 a.m you were zach, just in mexico for x like zach thought long? i was awake and he's just like <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be really funny when i say it aloud but he's just like mm, 
like kissing me. I was like, kissing her head he like was a being good very husband sweet, would do on And the way I was literally door. like, get out. I was like, Zach, I'm half awake. Like, please. I was like, this is too much. And you're like, okay, sorry. I love you. Have a good day. <laughs> I like laughed about it because I'm like, I know her tired. I think what I was laughing about so much, it was so cute. Like, you know, she's like, last night. Okay, I'm gonna get up early. I'm gonna go to the gym. <laughs> I got all these things to do, and then her alarm. My goes two alarms off go. And, yeah, both alarms went off, and then I am up, showered, ready, and out, pretty much out the door. And she is still, you know, new alarm has been set. <laughs> no, no, wait. You know what the funniest part of this was? You were like in the kitchen, and then I was like, "Are you gonna get Hendrix and get him ready for school?" And you're like, "Yes." And then I just plopped back. Wait, in Wait, you said that. Yeah. yeah. You never said that to I me. did. I was like, are you going to get Hendrix? I always get Hendrix. I know, but it was funny because after all that and my 50 million alarms and then for me to get annoyed with you for like kissing me and then for me to be like, wait, are you going to get the boy? And you're like, yes. And I was like, okay. And then I plopped back in bed. Yeah. And then you wrote me this message. You're like, sorry, I was such a pissy pants. I was just so tired. Bro, yeah. I was. Ugh. I was so tired from. I'm so tired from my vacation. Oh. You know, it's a hard I know. life. I felt, I felt so bad for you. <laughs> but. Yeah. Um. Okay, wait, what question? Oh, the hardest thing about our marriage. Okay. Um. How long have you guys been married? Already answered that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> June 9th, 2013. Yes. You guys want to send us. You know, we're going to send out invites to the world to our 10-year next year. So oh, my gosh. We're going to have a banging vow renewal. We, at this point, don't know where we're going to do Bang. it, but we were really like – that's the second time I said like banging or banger. I don't know what's happening to me. That's um, TikTok. To, no, that's not a TikTok thing. I think that's a very millennial thing to say. No. I don't know what Gen Z I says. I think your chug is – I'm chuggy now. Um, but we wanted to I was do it. Go on my chuggy ramp. But anyway, back to go to. <laughs> I really wanted to do, or we really wanted to do it in like Mexico. And our vow or our anniversary next year is on a Friday. So it would literally be perfect to have like a three day like party with our friends. But it's it just costs so much. Like I can't pull the trigger on like paying that much money for like, I, like we're already married. Let's wait so. till like our. 40th or so and then let the kids pay for it the kids will not care I'm just rio kidding. is gonna be hendrix will be you know well off he's intelligent like no other and yeah you know rio is gonna do great things and somehow accumulate money she's gonna have a lot of money yeah she's probably gonna be a ceo of something oh because yeah. rio's cutthroat it's it's awesome i know like she's not gonna be afraid to fire people to make sure the efficiency how <laughs> oh, poor rio yeah um but yeah, so we're trying to figure out what to do. We definitely want to do something, but uh, what were we saying with this? Um, oh, our anniversary. Yeah, so 10 mm. years next year, we're going to do something fun. Um. Okay, I feel like we're going to have to wrap this up soon. There's so many good questions. Maybe next time we can answer some of these because I – Does that mean I get to come back? You can come back if the people want you to come back. Yeah. Guys, I totally forgot to say something and it's been eating me up. It's about, it's in my introduction. So like I said, I'm adopted. My parents, phenomenal people, raised me like no other. And um, they also adopted my little brother who I felt like, Mm. oh, I need to talk about him. Him and Uh, I, we're not like the closest, but I love him with all my heart. He's so inspirational, amazing. 
Um, he has some disabilities that he was, you know, born with. His birth story is gnarly. If we do like an adoption episode in the future, I could probably go into that if he's cool with it. But um, yeah, he's just such a cool dude and just does his own thing. And he loves our kids so much. Like the way he gets in like these very obscure, like kind of hardware type gifts for Christmas or gift cards. I'm like, for real. It's so cute. But yeah, he's awesome. I just wanted to give a shout out to my brother because I realized like, oh, yeah, like I talked about the things that we did together. But yeah, and talk about him. But yeah, I love him to death. He's three and a half years younger than me. And he's just so inspirational in the life that he's living and doing Aww. all the things that he does. That's sweet. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, I think we can wrap up. I feel like we answered a handful of good um questions i just realized that we didn't even what? talk about how we met so maybe oh i can answer that quickly no no quickly i no, got no, like no. two minutes no ready no it's too oh, long it's it's a long it's i pretty have romantic to, we'll save that all right we'll get we'll get people hooked so that the people want you again and then please want me <laughs> the affirmation side's good yeah he needs some words of affirmation Valerie for like the next week how many people listen no he literally will what so was the feedback like? please show Zach some love for his own sanity he's not going to no, be able to okay. sleep well at night but he'll be fine um anyways i love you this is fun thanks for doing this with me this is really fun i'm just happy i got to do this in the comfort of my home and you know clothing is optional it's been spooky. oh my I gosh i love you so much <laughs> um okay well we gotta wrap up and i need to catch up on stranger things um and then hopefully it's wake so up good. early for the gym we'll see <laughs> you see that new clock in the guest room shut up oh my gosh stranger things so reference cool. <laughs> you're so lame okay I love it anyways um thanks for listening bye, bye. you can say bye amigas i can say bye amigas yeah yes Bye, Bye amigas. amigas.